Today we celebrate two saints, Saint Margaret of Scotland and Saint Gertrude. And funny, we had we had a little discussion of who we were going to celebrate today, but I decided on Saint Margaret just because sometimes I like to discuss some of the lesser-known saints that we don't talk about quite as much. And I also thought she she did an amazing job of embodying both of the readings that we have today. We really hear in the reading of Revelation about the importance of repentance and perseverance in our faith that in the beginning when we said that when when the the believers started out on the right path that if they've strayed that they need to come back that they need to repent and that they need to persevere and in the same way we hear that perseverance from the blind man in the gospel and i've mentioned before that there's many people that pursue jesus you know, they call out to him, and they actively go and search for him. And I thought that St. Margaret really embodied that in many ways. And so I just wanted to read to you a little reflection about, about her life that was just kind of her heroic virtue, even though she was, you know, essentially rich royalty. St. Margaret's name signifies pearl, a fitting name, says Theodoric, her confessor and her first biographer. For one such as she... Her soul was like a precious pearl, a life spent amidst the luxury of a royal court never dimmed its luster or stole it away from him who had bought it with his blood. She was the granddaughter of an English king, and in 1070 she became the bride of Malcolm and reigned queen of Scotland until her death in 1093. How did she become a saint in a position where sanctity is so difficult? First, she burned with zeal for the house of God, she built churches and monasteries. She busied herself in making vestments. She could not rest until she saw the laws of God and his church observed throughout her realm. Next, amid thousand, amidst a thousand cares, she found time to converse with God, ordering her piety with such sweetness and discretion that she won her husband to sanctity like her own. He used to rise with her at night for prayer. He loved to kiss the holy books she used and sometimes he would steal them away and bring them back to his wife, covered with jewels. Lastly, with virtues so great, she wept constantly over her sins and begged her confessor to correct her faults. St. Margaret did not neglect her duties in the world because she was not of it. Never was there a better mother nor queen. She spared no pains in the education of her eight children, and their sanctity was the fruit of her prudence and her zeal. She was the most trusted counselor of her husband, and she labored for the material improvement of the country. But in the midst of the world's pleasures, she sighed for the better country and accepted death as a release. On her deathbed, she received the news that her husband and her eldest son were slain in battle. She thanked God who had sent this last affliction as a penance for her sins. After receiving viaticum, she was heard repeating the prayer from the missal. O Lord Jesus Christ, who by your death did give life to the world, deliver me. At the words, deliver me, says her biographer, she took her departure to Christ, the author of true liberty. God bless you all today.